I'm looking at the wrong camera. Hey everybody, this is Dan from Real Brave, and um, here today is a special broadcast for Real Brave Live, and I've got um, a, a, a good friend, someone I've known for a long time, works for Real Brave. He's an uh, instructor, but actually, um, more importantly, he is a, an artist, and um, I've gotten to see this up, for, like, up close and personal over the years. He's an artist. Um, he's on. He's to my right right now, as you can see. Uh, but I'm gonna give him my intro. Which he's an artist that is an incredible illustrator. He he's a, a w wonderful musician that I think you're gonna see in a couple of minutes. Who who has uh, his own version of art, and I think in this day and age, it, it's important to have um, to elevate people that express themselves in a certain way so that we all can enjoy it because that's what art is it's about being able to express and so that other people can see it and go hey that's really cool so uh to to my uh, i guess right is um andrew geislings and he uh, has a project called uh, movie blood movie blood is a uh, is a i guess a, a, a passion project for you andrew and welcome to the program how are you Hey, I'm pretty good. Thanks for having me. Sure. Yeah. And you, you emailed me the other day and saying it would be awesome to to promote this. And I said, well, it'd be awesome if you came on here because this is like the new version of us uh, promoting not only, you know, the programs we yeah. have here, but the people that are involved in, in all the programming. And, and there's there's stories behind that. So Movie mm -hmm. Blood, which I don't have a, a, a screen capture, which I should have. Uh, movie blood it's okay. Is... We'll put we'll put the link up eventually. Okay, so so talk to me about the project and 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 what you're doing. Um, so it's I've been writing songs for as long as I I feel like I can pick up a guitar. Um, and just whether it's just playing melodies when I first was learning, and then uh, trying to write songs and stuff. Um, but I noticed the kind of theme among a lot of my music it was pretty kind of dark or a little morbid but not serious it doesn't take itself seriously so it's mm -hmm. kind of on the tongue in cheek um and uh yeah i just i'm trying to put out a lot of songs during quarantine because i've had i have a lot written so this has just kind of become my quarantine project to focus on and, and put stuff out You've done some songwriting projects in the past for us, so you mm -hmm. talk, to me, talk to me about your songwriting. Actually, I have an idea to get this up on the screen here. Yeah. This. So go ahead. Um, talk to me about your songwriting process when it comes to uh, writing, because like, yeah, th this this whole thing is very unique. What we're about to talk about, so it's very cool. So talk to mm -hmm. me more about your songwriting process. Um. So process. I wouldn't say like I have a process. Um. I've tried, you know, going, going, writing songs in, in, in different ways. Um, sometimes intentionally going, you know, I'm going to write a song about this. Uh, and then sometimes lyrics or melodies come to you when you're just washing dishes and humming or um, watching a movie or um, I, I watch a lot of movies and a lot of times dialogue will stick out and I'll be like, ooh. Uh, that's, that's, that'll make a good lyric or uh, I'll do a spin on that and that'll start a lyric. Okay. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I usually just try to, most of the songs I think are written where I'm playing guitar and I'm just noodling with chords and trying to find, one thing that I love to do is try to find a chord progression that surprises me. So, you know, you can kind of play chord progressions that kind of sound familiar, but trying to have a chord progression and a melody along with it that kind of surprises the listener. And I think when I'm playing, I'm the listener. So if I can surprise myself, then that's a good thing. Yeah. You have some, I guess, uh, references, not references, I guess, what, what, are, what are the artists that inspired you to have the sound that you have today? Because I, I, could, I could guess a couple. Um, um, but I think it'd be better coming from you. I mean, I feel like it goes without saying the Beatles. Um, Basically, I always listen to like a lot of Brit British rock um, and like Baroque rock, like the Beatles and the Zombies. Um, zombies. And um, when I was when I was in high school, that's when I started like actually one band that really changed my view of what music could be was My Chemical Romance. They're not British, but um, they. Well, I think I first saw the music video. Um, for I'm not okay and like Helena and it was so theatrical and it was so uh you know I didn't know that you can write us write songs about the, on that album they had songs about like cowboys and gunfights and zombies and a lot of it was inspired by comic books like Sandman and stuff they've got references to lyrics from like Sandman and before that you know you kind of had like rock and roll and it was about lyrics about being a badass and you had uh love songs and stuff and i just couldn't write any of that and i didn't want to and it was just i was like faking it and then i was like okay you can write music about whatever you want it's true and so then i started writing music about zombies and uh <laughs> monsters and and uh i feel like i i kind of became like okay i can do this and i can do it in a way where whatever I do end up creating, I, I, I like it. And that's my goal. Whenever I write a song, um, my goal is to write something that I want to listen to. Mm. So. So it, does this come from, all right, so you have your totally different background of like the Beatles. Uh, I'd even say Buddy mm. Holly, just, just to say it. Everybody says that. I, I think that's a, I think that's a, it's, I think that's just the glasses, you know? It's not that's the glasses. The, that's the, the image. Oh, you know what? It, it could be also, also like an Elvis Costello, which is also the glasses. So I, I got that too. I got those literally. I was talking to a friend yesterday, and they I got those two things. So is but I'll I'll take it. You know, I'll take it. I love Buddy Holly. <laughs> I, I think uh, Lane was even saying that too, right? Lane from um, yeah, Lane Sparber, yeah. He was even saying that too, but yeah. I, I do. And I hear this... uh, the funny thing is, I never, I never grew up listening to Elvis Costello at all. Like uh -huh. he's somebody that I never really. Um, it, it wasn't until everybody was like, "You sound like Elvis Costello," and then I listened to him, and I was like, "Okay, I hear, I hear similarity in our voice and inflection." Um, That's crazy. But it's funny because I never, I never grew up with knowing his music. So the two artists that people say you sound like you never thought of it and you never listened to one of them 
That's no, no, no. I listen. I listen to Buddy Holly. I, I went through like a Buddy Holly phase, but but not yeah. Elvis Costello. Not ever. Not no. Yeah. Who, by the way, if you listen to him talk, sounds nothing like the way he sings. Look at is he that. is he a bit more like this? Is it? I, he's got a high. He's got a high voice. Yeah. It's uh, more. Yeah. Like, oh, he sings like You know, he sings like down here. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Watching the detectives. Yeah, he sounds nothing <laughs> like that in person. It's it's yeah. really strange. And I guess we do all put on a voice. It's it, it's it's um it's a melting of. I mean, I could speak for that personally too. It's a melting of all the things that you love and all the inflections that you love to hear. Um, yeah. But getting back to to movie blood, so. This is, this is, it's interesting. So you're talking about the, the horror genre, which is what we were talking about last week. And I wish we actually had you on in the, the Wednesday show because we were doing, mm-hmm. we we're talking about Halloween. We we're talking about all like the, the horror movie genre songs and how they contribute to the scary portion of the movie. But you're mm-hmm. taking a more humorous chur- um, turn on the horror genre by talking about in the lyrics and in the the music and more of kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, it, it's it's more like kind of and I do have some songs that are that are in the process of being recorded that are like full on kind of darker. Okay. Um but so far everything I have up uh it, it's just it, it it's very tongue in cheek like the song Ouija Bore. Um I love that. I thought it would be really cool to write a song about, um, uh, I, I play a lot of board games with my friends. Like we've got a tight board game group and that's like our obsession. <laughs> so we've never played Ouija, but I, I always thought it would be a funny thing to like have a song about a group of friends that get together to play Ouija to talk to a dead relative or something and, and nothing happens the way a normal Ouija game would go. Like... Be like you know, we wasted twenty bucks on this game, and and there's kind of like a lesson in in, in that song. Like, okay, maybe maybe, maybe there is nothing uh, spiritual about this game, or 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 haunted, or and it's just kind of a, a a funny take on to me, a humorous take on what the song could have been, where you know, ghosts, you know, stuff does happen. It does. I've, I've, I have a horrifying story about a Ouija board that I don't know if I should talk about. Uh, I'm all ears. <laughs> Let, let's talk about you first, and then if we get it, have any time, all right. I could tell the story. It's actually, it's actually quite entertaining. Um, all right, so, so let's let's go to um, to Ouija Ouija board Ouija bore Ouija bore Ouija yeah bore. like let's I want to hear a little bit of that. So we tried this out before. Sure, yeah. I'm gonna try this first. Which is, we're still working on. It's a high budget um, operation we have here. So uh, if you go to soundcloud.com um, slash Andrew Geislings, which is the name that's right off up here, you can check it out and you can see a little bit about him and this whole project, uh, Movie Blood. And I wanted to try to play something. We'll try to see if this works too. One, two, three, four. Well, tonight turned out to be a Ouija board. 
With the lyric there, death on a landline. There's gotta be a sign you can give a tickle or a flicker of light. This is awesome. This is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I, we, we, There's a little uh, reference to the Sopranos at the end. <clears throat> I was trying to catch some of the lyrics and um, hold the camera at the same yeah. time. We had some technical difficulties. We couldn't get the uh, the music to play, so I had to hold the camera and get the music to play. Um, but it, so the the lyrics there, it's it's again, it's like it's 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 awesome because you're talking about like the experience that we had growing up with all these movies and like the. Mm -hmm. Our experience of it, you're looking at it and going, "Oh my God, what's happening here?" And um, it's it's kind of like something I wish I always did because I'm always making up songs at home about ridiculous things that happen in movies. So this mm -hmm. is awesome. There's a yeah, I think that when I write lyrics, I, I, I make an attempt to be as clever as possible. So I don't know if that's a little pretentious, but I, I like to try to. Uh, just be as as clever as possible so like at that song at the end um there's a reference to the season finale of the sopranos where it goes uh, maybe it don't work out like that and when you get whacked the screen just goes uh, and it just cuts off um so <laughs> i love it anyone who's familiar with the uh, sopranos finale would maybe just, get that get that reference or maybe you just screen just goes black for half our audience, which is one person, um, maybe one a, guy, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a um, there's a young lady here who's asking a question named Samira. I, I don't know who this is. Oh wow, yeah, I don't know who this is. I, she, I've never I've never met her in my life. She's uh, asking, uh, what is the song you're most exciting about releasing? The most I'm, what I'm most excited about releasing. Um, I've got a Stunt. song that I'm recording now called the Chorosaurus. Um, <laughs> Qu uh, Chorosaurus. I want it to be called Chorosaurus versus the Earworm, but I think I might just leave it as Chorosaurus. I like Chorosaurus. But Chorosaurus and the Earworm are kind of these Godzilla-type creatures that kind of represent the music industry and and how kind of pop music and certain artists are kind of forced into, uh, you know, forced to the top of the charts. And, and um, there's a certain sound that's kind of overtaking the chop, the charts and it's, it's kind of poppy and auto-tuned and, um, and I'm not like saying like, I, I hate that, that sound. It's just like, it's just this big, in my eyes, it's this big machine. It's this big monster. Yeah. Um, and so it's this kind of really heavy, hard rock song about uh, 
these two monsters, like what if they kind of battled? And that's what I wanted the song to sound like. Um, and they're kind of like in an HP Lovecraftian way, they're kind of, you know, plugged into everybody's ear holes and uh, kind of pumping in this one sound. Ear holes. So, so that's... Don't, don't, don't curse on our program, ear holes. Um, ear holes, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. What about uh, a song about Gojira? Gojira? Um, yeah, well, that's that's what I was going for. I was actually watching a lot of um, Godzilla films, and they're pretty awful. They're but pretty they're, terrible. They're fun if you're, if you're yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be clear, you're talking about the 50s, 60s, 70s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah all right. Because they are pretty terrible. Did you? But did you watch yeah. the the most recent incarnation, which is I felt a pretty like a good tip of the hat to that that whole thing. Um, I, I watched the the one where we're with Mothra. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, and I think uh, not Walter Walter White. What's the actor's name? Yeah, Walter White. Um, yeah, just leave it. Walter White's in it, and yeah, I watched that. I thought it was pretty good. We're getting um. Uh, Kevin says, uh, hashtag ear holes. And, ear holes, uh, yeah. Uh, Javi, Javier Roldan. How are you doing, Javi? We know Javi. <laughs> Hudson. He's uh, re released <laughs> Hudson. What's that? Oh, man. Hudson, uh, Hudson's a song I wrote years back. And this was like the one of the songs that was like, it wasn't based off of um, any sci fi rigmarole. Um, it's based off a you know like an actual real life experience i don't know how much i want to talk about it <laughs> on a on a video but it's a, it's just kind of a breakup song um and i wrote half of it before the breakup and then half of it after the breakup so it kind of has this like bittersweet sound to it okay um and yeah i like it it's a it's a nice song and uh yeah, so it's it's about the the Hudson being a river that I was like so I was in New York and she was in New Jersey and the Hudson was kind of what divided us but that was just like one one of other things that divided us so it's just this kind of short little song about that yeah it's uh it, it, this is an ode to um, again getting back to the art of this mm. which which I think is important. It's an ode to the, the, the how important the lyrics are to any songwriting mm -hmm. uh, project, and the the overall art that goes along with creating the music. Because mm -hmm. you're, you're right. I mean, there's I could go on for an hour about this. The the music industry is broken in so many places, and uh, it, there's no room for. Or there's no, there's not necessarily a lot of room for this, right? So that's mm -hmm. why it's. I feel like it's important to to build this type of story and to, and to promote stuff like this. And I've been there. Mm -hmm. I I famously like to say, you know, I've been in the music industry for 20 years and I've made dozens of dollars. Like it's it's really difficult mm -hmm. to get there. Um, yeah. But not only do you have like the the art for or like even the, the propensity to create this stuff but you're you're an illustrator too so you have this background and like the the vision to to see something like this and like so mm -hmm. how does your how does your illustrator talent come in through something like this like what what is that what are you able to do with that 
Well, I think just having to, I mean, I never took any classes or, or know like the business wherewithal about, about promoting yourself. Um, but I know that just getting, you know, the internet's a great tool. So to just be able to post stuff up on the internet is, it's great. And I mean, I, I, don't know anything to be able to use SoundCloud. You don't have to know anything. You just need to know how to record and maybe mix a song a little. And then having some visuals to go with that uh, just helps out a lot. And like I said, like bands that I like, uh, My Chemical Romance, like they were so visual. Uh, so they were like a huge inspiration of kind of like making the visuals part of the band. Uh, or given uh, another example where the art is the band is gorillas yeah where That's a you know there's example. this whole fictional band that doesn't really exist but you know people recognize them more than they would recognize uh jamie hewlett the the, the guy who draws or, or damon alburn um so that's that's just a really inspirational thing that's really cool i remember watching the first Gorillaz video on MTV as a young kid, and I think it was in middle school, and it blew my mind. I was like, what? Yeah. Cartoons, band, cartoon bands. So what gets, right so, then, so then the, I know somebody that has taken the um, visual, like art, mm -hmm. and, and at, at, at this level, been able to connect it to, to his music. Is, do we, are we gonna have something like, are we gonna have a YouTube ch channel anytime soon? That would be, yeah, that would be cool. Um, and I was thinking of doing, uh, you know, maybe animating a, a song, but animation is such a huge, that would be a huge project, but um, I think that would be really cool. You're welcome. <laughs> I think that would be a cool thing to uh, to do one day, you know. But I feel like right now I'm focusing on just recording the music and just trying to get it out there. I think my main goal would be to have someone professional mix and master it and then get it on Spotify because people don't tend to go to SoundCloud to listen to music, especially no, I mean, nobody does. Like it's the... more for like sharing ideas. Right, right, right. But it's right. not a huge listening platform. I mean, YouTube, TikTok, those are the two platforms. Mm. Um, and I see behind you, you have a bunch of art there and something behind you that's that's your dad right your dad was a was a painter yeah yeah so my dad was a painter um passed away for four years ago actually on election night so he oh, wow. missed emperor trump but he left right on time um but yeah i always grew up uh in a house just full of art and art books and his art and his friends were artists so their art is just all over the house i grew up with that and what was his main um if you were to to put your dad and in, into a place you know what was his whole thing with painting and art and and how does that come into your your art like how does that transfer it down um well he he was more of like a fine fine artist like he he went to school um in Antwerp, I, th I believe, uh, and studied art. And so he did, you know, realistic paintings like that and then went into abstract art and uh, his 
you know, later paintings in life were just kind of like brushstrokes, very, a lot of feeling and just uh, um, very abstract though. And he was just very interested in colors and uh, yeah. So growing up, I, I, I wouldn't say I took it for granted. I just wasn't interested in, in fine art because I grew up on like Looney Tunes and, and Disney movies, animated films. And those are fine art to me like that's my fine art um uh so like disney animated films and fantasia i like religiously watched fantasia but i think that's from from cartoons and animation that's where i learned you know what i loved about art and also music because in looney tunes you hear classical music and it's all queued up to the visuals they're, mm. they're like two sides of the same coin so is there anything that gets passed down from one generation to another, one artist to another that you could say like, well, th this is this is part of what I grew up with. I and mean, you do have the illustrator part of you is incredible. For any of you that hasn't seen it yet, you will. Um, so, I mean, as a parent, mm -hmm. I try to pass things down, not to shove it down. Like I just try to pass mm -hmm. it. Like, this is what it is. Here it is. Do with you, do with it as you please. Um, <laughs> did, did your Did your dad like, just invite you or did he um it was it more just like this is what i this is what i do you do it do it as you please yeah he never he never like tried to push any style on me or anything um if i did learn anything from him it was just through osmosis just from being in the house surrounded by it all the time um and he you know he, he knew what I what I was interested in, he he was fine with that. He was like, "Okay, you want to draw cartoons? Fine." <laughs> <laughs> so, very cool. Well, we got some uh, got some comments here. We got uh, Mr. Mr. Phil Ortiz. How you doing? Phil? Hey, hey, Phil. Uh, he's asking this guy. You... Um, we we were actually pre quarantine. We were, we were planning he was going to be the guitarist for for Movie Blood. So, uh. um, well, hey, I mean quarantine's gonna end one day maybe not. so we were gonna play some live maybe not but <laughs> we ever play live shows bill well he's You're asking he's asking here um anything you've been watching recently that has inspired you um uh I haven't I haven't really been writing a lot of new music lately. I've been focusing on recording old songs that I've been writing, but I have watched some pretty good things. My girlfriend and I are watching Community, which is hilarious, and yes. that is that blurs the line between uh, a live action TV show and uh, a cartoon because anything can happen in that show. I know uh, there <laughs> are no rules. Uh, and then before that, I watched actually this is. Uh, uh, Midnight Gospel on Netflix, which is a show by the creator of Adventure Time and um, some some podcaster. I forgot his name. Duncan Duncan Trussell, I think that's his name. Duncan and it's Trussell. just a really interesting uh, mix. It's it's this guy interviews people, um, and then they animate that podcast, and they always talk about. Um, they always talk about just kind of really interesting subjects. And in the last episode, he, he interviews his mom who was diagnosed with like stage four um, cancer. And it's one of the most moving uh, things I've ever seen. Mm. Uh, and then they animate to that. And the animation's really whimsical and weird. 
but the conversation is uh, extremely uh, real and, and heartfelt. So that was a really cool show. Well, if there's anything I'm taking from this is that uh, I want to see your incredible illustrator talents combined with the music that you have on here because yeah. that that combined with the, the, the meaningful lyrics that mean something, whether they're tongue-in-cheek tongue or not, mm. visually would be incredible. And I, I implore you <laughs> to please grace us with that because I think that would be really incredible. And, I, and you're right, like the, the stuff that you're seeing, that you're talking about, I, I totally get. I don't, th I don't think um, community breaks the fourth wall, but they come pretty close to it a couple times. Oh yeah, they, they definitely do. They do, right? Okay, maybe yeah. I'm missing something then. The, um, what, what's the fight that you used that they would have uh, over and over again? Is it the paintball fight? Yeah, the paintball fight. Yeah, I haven't I haven't finished everything, but the paintball the paintball episodes are great. <laughs> I can't. It's uh, it gets progressively worse each season. Like not worse. That's like, what I've heard. Yeah, and I know like, they they fired Dan Harmon like season three and stuff. But no, I'm, I mean I'm not worse. Loving. Not worse as far as the content. Um, I'm uh -huh. saying the that 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 idea every year. Oh yeah. Goes progressively down like the rabbit hole. Like so deep that you you don't even know what you're watching anymore <laughs> it's just yeah it's actually i, I love the um the alternate dimensions that they brought that into the show is this l hey hey it's l hey l <laughs> thank you l cool i'm glad you're listening to it that's amazing wait did you he's my you... student she's a yeah. super talented uh she, she sings she plays guitar she plays bass yeah she um, does one of my yeah. favorite performances, I would say, is is watching Elle be herself on stage. Yeah. Personally, over the years, and thank you for being yourself and being on the show here, um, Andrew. This is we've got some people on here talking to us. This is great. I watched the show. I think somebody said that already. Uh, oh, Kevin said that. Yeah, Kevin said. Yeah, I saw I, Kevin said uh, something about Tom and Jerry before. Yeah, that's that's another big inspiration. When I was younger, Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry. And uh, Woody Woodpecker. Brutal shows, very violent. Before I could go to school, before I was like in pre-K or anything, that was my that was my education. <laughs> Meanwhile, I watch Voltron. Yeah, I missed that. I missed all anime when I was younger. Uh, is Voltron anime? Voltron was like the mainstream. Yeah, like it was like that combination of all the the good anime, and they made it. Yeah, like, yeah. Through, like, an eight o'clock in the morning show like the old 80s voltron had a storyline to it it had the same that one same character that's an all anime that one face you know what i'm talking about <laughs> it's just over and over again the same guy uh yeah i mean and then they tr they tried to redo it in and netflix it's, it was okay it just wasn't yeah. the same i was well, also we're living in like the age of nostalgia yeah nostal it's nostalgia marketing now the older doing yeah. is just going after uh, our age group, basically, you know, the, yeah, the Gen Xers to, um, early millennials. We're never going to be allowed to grow up. We're just going to well, keep, they're going to just keep like, like, you know, you think you're going to grow up? No. Well, here, here's a uh, Teletubbies in <laughs> the Avengers now. It's like a, it's a living nightmare. Yeah. Or, or I have a, I have a, um, here's Sesame street for adults. <laughs> God, <no. laughs> 
I have, my, my cousin is a screenwriter and, and a couple months ago we were, I did we were having fun doing something just like this and uh, he, he does uh, horror movies and um, oh, there's more people talking here oh hi Olivia oh Olivia oh Olivia Parsram hey how you doing oh my gosh I miss you too I hope you're still listening to Queen and uh, playing guitar and David Bowie. I know those are your two favorites. Amazing. <laughs> Olivia, thanks for saying hi. Yeah. We were, um, Andrew is a, is, a, is a great teacher. He really connects with the students. So not only does he have all the stuff, but I think one of the things that, that your students will always say is that you, you connect really well. It's one of the things that I think that I admire about you because you're able to not only connect with them, but it leaves a lasting mark. And, and that's the beauty of teaching in, mm -hmm. this, in this crazy topsy-turvy world. And what I was saying about uh, the conversation with my cousin, we we're talking about uh, the zombie apocalypse and he, he's a big zombie fan. He was saying, mm -hmm. I asked him the question, you know, would you choose this type of end of the world scenario uh, virus, which is, it's not mm -hmm. gonna happen folks, I'm just kidding. But um, over, you know, a zombie apocalypse, and he was saying, "Well, I would choose the zombie apocalypse because at least we could have, you know, chainsaws tied to, you know, pickup trucks with, uh, you know, chicken wire all over him and drive around." Mm -hmm. So, what would your uh, apocalypse type scenario in movie blood be? Um, like, should I just create one right now? Yeah. Or... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, um, Elsane will be vampires. Elsane will be vampires. That would, that would be great. I think it would be really great if we can all um, just upload our consciousness to a cloud um, and then explode the earth and get that squared away. And then we'll just live in this video game fantasy for the rest of our lives. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll a, be digitized. And that's I a think that'd movie? Be, that's my... Uh, no, it's more like a yeah. I guess it's not really hard. You, you can the thing is you can go any direction. Your 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 mind will become a uh, a video game. I guess is that a is that apocalyptic? I guess that's not apocalyptic. That's more sci-fi. And that might be sci-fi and what's already happening. Yeah, yeah. So no zombies in your apocalypse. Just people in in, in being uploaded into a, a matrix type cloud with Keanu Reeves uh, making out with uh, whoever that was and um, uh, making my, my kids uh, very upset. <laughs> or, or we can just do the Thunderdome leather, everyone, everyone wearing leather, zombies, <laughs> weapons on everything, weapon cars, no water. None, none, none. none. <laughs> so we've got, um, we've got a couple more minutes here. Um, I, uh, is there another, another tune you want to, uh, try to wrap up with here and before we, um, well, the last song that I, so, uh, the songs on my SoundCloud, I, I've been mixing them myself. Uh, and I feel like I've progressively gotten better at mixing every song I release. So I think the last song I, I did was called preoccupied. Um, and you, you asked before about like songwriting process for, for that yeah. song, I actually did something. I had tried before, but I didn't have any results. And what I did was I put on a movie and muted it uh, and then just played guitar while watching uh, the movie and just kind of just let my brain just 
verbal diarrhea and musical diarrhea. Um, and and it, a, a good idea came out, um, which was preoccupied. I, the movie I watched, uh, I watched this old black and white horror film called Vampire from like the 1920s or something. Okay. Um, and there was just this title card on the screen that said something about like the the vampire hunter or something is preoccupied with the occult and stuff like that. And I just started singing something like that and it, it kind of became a uh, a song about me just being kind of morbid and it kind of like an apology like, hey, I'm going to keep being morbid and this is who I am, but sorry if it's like a little too dark. Uh, so that's what that song's about and I, I think I like that one just only because it's my newest song. Okay. Try to share my screen here and see what happens. We got something like this happening. Let's see. Uh, I've never seen so many of myself. It's so many. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. Let's see if I can put this on here. This is uh, from SoundCloud. Carve you up and spill your guts out here. That's what I think. That's what, guts, yeah. I think I think that's what we did today. I think we we were able to get you to spill your guts out and and talk a little bit about um, about this really cool project. You're an artist. I've always like admired that, and it's a it's a privilege to to have you on board. Um, uh, Kevin is saying, "Love that Phil Spector beat." Did, did you record this with um, uh, Logic? Would you record it with? Yeah, I use Logic, um, and I've been trying to record with a, an actual drum kit, setting up mics and stuff. But in the basement, it's just you know, it's just not possible to get a good live drum sound. So I just um, that was one battle with myself I had over quarantine. Like, let me just do this with MIDI drums and just release them. And you know, they're they're not going to be perfectly mixed anyway, because uh, I'm I, I'm not of that caliber no it's good it's got that recording type. artist yeah i finally figured it's, out how to it's... share my screen so now we have your friggin oh gotcha up. <laughs> that's my soundcloud yep there it is finally. it's a if you guys don't know what soundcloud is it's it's you don't have to subscribe or pay um so it's just a 
it's just a website where musicians can post their music for free and and share it with people. Thank awesome. you, Kevin. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you like it. Kevin is a uh, music connoisseur, as they say. Connoisseur. Or a dinosaur. Connoisseurus. He might. He might be a dinosaur. He's a fish fan. Um, <laughs> so, uh, any any last words that we have here before we um, we kill this? Uh, no. Besides, thank you. Thank you for doing this, and uh, I hope that I can reach a few more people with the music, and um, hopefully someday soon i'll have it on spotify a place where people actually do listen to music and uh, maybe i'll have a full album or maybe start with an ep or something but until then i'm gonna keep doing a few more and just getting them out there awesome and uh yeah looking forward to playing them playing them live well uh thanks for for being on here and um hanging out with me we've got one more uh fishosaur okay thanks kevin Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for going there. Th thanks for being here. I, I want to see more, so let's do this again. And uh, we'll, we'll All right, cool. make, make this a little bit more organized next time, and um, we'll, we'll talk soon. Thanks, man. Costumes next time. Yes, costumes. We'll do a little cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be Halloween every time we do this. Thanks for watching Real Brave Live. <laughs> this is Dan, and uh, signing off. Thanks, guys.